0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, your host, for another great episode of Political Theater. It is I, Charles Nash, here with you on the Dark Night Mike. Ladies and gentlemen, I had. I'm going to go ahead and just uh, apologize to everybody here. I had told everyone that I would be back on <clears throat> the 14th of October, which was which was Friday. Uh, this is. October the 16th. It's Sunday here. Um, I unfortunately here last Monday, uh, after I got done with the show, I, uh, I went to go to go to bed for the night and, uh, I got woke up about two thirty in the morning and I, I had a terrible headache from the back of my neck to the front of my skull, my eyes. And I I wasn't able to really um, think or was not able to really move very well. Uh, I was in a lot of pain. And this this lasted for uh, all the way until Wednesday to where it got so bad. uh, I I couldn't hardly even walk and I was carrying a fever and I was not able to see had no vision out of my left eye. And I ended up going to the urgent care here in Marion, Ohio, where I live. And uh, they diagnosed me with uh, shingles, the shingles virus. And it attacked the left side of my head, my neck and my body. And uh, it, it basically just overtook uh, my nervous system. Uh, to the point where they ended up sending me over to Marion General Hospital. And I, w- I was in the hospital for a little while um, trying to get this this virus under control. Now, there is no cure for the shingles virus. Uh, it has to run its course. Uh, I have been down all week. Uh, so I... I wanted to do the show, but I, I could not do it Friday. I had, again, no vision still in my left eye. Now the good news is, um, I, my vision is starting to slowly come back. It did attack my optic nerve. Uh, I've got some, some issues with it. Uh, I've got some issues today with, with it. My, my face being very sore, my jaw, I'm having trouble swallowing food still. And, uh, I'm actually surprised my voice is as good as it is today. And I, I've got some, some severe pain in my, my left ear as well. But I'm going to attempt to do today's show. If you hear me pause, it's probably because I'm trying to get uh, some fluid in me uh, to get something to drink. Because I don't know how well my voice is going to stay up. Uh, again, this is something they said is going to take several weeks to get out of my system, and they said the first two weeks of having shingles is the worst. And I'm I'm only on day seven, and it, it hasn't subsided much with the pain and the effects. The rash is not bad; it's it's drying up, but uh, I have not been in, in very good health here. I'm only 38, folks. I they they don't really know why I got the shingles. They think it was because of that bacterial lung infection I had last month. Uh, they they think it dropped my immune system, and that's, that's why I had all this happen. So this is what I'm going to tell everybody before I get into the news. If you have not had chickenpox, I don't care what age you are, young, old, I would suggest to you to go out and get the shingles vaccine shot. I don't promote getting vaccines. I, I You know that. Everyone knows I don't believe in the whole COVID crap. This, I will tell you, is probably one of the worst pains I have ever had in my entire life. It's just debilitating the way it attacks your nerves and it inflames them. I have four lymph nodes on the back of my neck that are the size of golf balls still. And I I can't hardly lay on a pillow. I've been trying to sleep sitting up. So it is, I have not been in good health with this. So please, I'm telling everyone, I don't care who you are, what age you are. They usually say if you're over the age of 50, you're vulnerable for shingles. That's not always the case. Get the shingles vaccine shot. Uh, For a lot of people, it's just one shot. Some people, if you're over the age of 60, it's a two-step. Get it. You do not want shingles. And if you're someone who has never had chicken pox, you probably need to make sure that you got the chicken pox vaccine. I'm telling you, you do not want shingles. Worst pain I'm going through in my entire life. Hands down. So that is just my medical, my own opinionated personal piece of advice here. Don't mess with getting shingles if you can prevent getting it. Go get the vaccine for the shingles. Just do it. Trust me on this. I would not lead you astray if this wasn't something that was a serious, serious illness. Now, with that being said, I have plenty of news to get into, and I mean plenty, And the first one that I'm going to head right into, and everyone should know this, we're going to go right back into where I left off here Monday at the beginning of the week. And that is over the U.S. economy because, folks, it is not getting better out there. The holidays are right around the corner. We are less than two weeks away from Halloween, and then we go right into the November season for Thanksgiving, and then right into the holidays for Christmas and New Year's. And I'm going to tell you, especially with the November elections, we all know November's coming. The news has gone wacky here in the last 48 hours, and I mean more so than it usually has. But I I wanted to read this article. It's on Fox Business here. It's titled U.S. Economy, is headed for recession. Recession in a few months. J.P. Morgan's Jamie Dimon warns. It says Jamie. It says J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon on Monday warned that the U.S. is headed for a recession in the next six to nine months as the volatile markets collide with disorderly financial conditions. I hate to tell him this. It's already happened. It's already happening. Hell, you just had Joe Biden here yesterday. Yesterday, Joe Biden was out doing his, his, his polling in different states to help the Democratic candidates out there. That's on the, the November trail for the midterm elections. He's trying to give them a bump up, which I think he's hurting them more than he is helping them. But he stopped in at an ice cream parlor. He was questioned as he was eating an ice cream cone about the U.S. economy and it heading towards a recession. And he said, what the hell are you people talking about? Our economy is the strongest it's ever been in decades. That was the quote from Joe Biden. That was yesterday in an ice cream shop. He's sitting there eating an ice cream cone and that's that's his, the U.S. economy is the strongest it's ever been. That was his comment. Well, you have leading banks and institutions coming out and saying, no, sir, we are in the mix of a financial collapse. I'm going to read on here. It says, uh, speaking to CNBC's uh, here the other night, J.P. Morgan, Trek stars conference in London, London, excuse me, Damien said that the, that the U.S. consumers would be in better shape this time around than in 2008's global financial crisis, but the current factors contributing to this recession will still be a cause for concern. This is what he said, and I'm going to quote this here. He says, this, these are very, very serious things which are going on, which I think is likely to push the U.S. and the world into a recession even further. Europe is already in a recession, and they're likely to put the U.S. in some kind of recession six to nine months from now, he said. Now, the comments coming from the J.P. Morgan CEO came after the September jobs report was released here last Friday, which showed that businesses kept hiring on a brief pace Unemployment fell back to half century low and average pay rose. Now I disagree with the average pay rose. I'm telling you right now, I know I'm in Ohio, but I talk to people from many different states and I'm telling you everybody is in the same crisis right now. Even if you have an increase in your, let's say your salary and your pay, by the time Uncle Sam takes all of his taxes, and depending on what state you're in for their state tax, or any other taxes that they have added on, it's gone. Plus, you have to add into the factor of the, of the whole issue with inflation right now. So anything that you're getting compensated to you and more of a, a raise and pay, it's gone. It's being eaten away rather in federal and state taxes or inflation prices, no matter where you are, it's, it's, it's gone. So for them saying that an average rise in pay is helping people, it's not, it's not doing anything. Here's a great example from here in Ohio. I was just at the store today I got a raise in pay by over $2. I can't even tell that I even got a raise by $2. That's not an exaggeration, folks. Inflation has tripled here in Ohio. For what I would average, let's say, just going out to the store today. I went out to Rural King today in Marion, Ohio. I had to get supplies. We have rabbits that we show for 4-H, my children do. I had to go out and get feed, Timothy Hay for them, and a couple other small items. Everything has doubled in price, tripled in some areas. Good example, pellet food for chickens or small animals. What you would normally be paying, which is for a 35-pound bag, let's say you want to get country feed, which was usually around $17. It's over $26 where I'm at. You're looking at an eight or a nine dollar price. Push up there. You go to the grocery store like we did here yesterday on Saturday. Well, from a year ago, a year ago, milk, just a gallon of milk, was around $235. It's almost $398 a gallon. You're almost pushing four dollars for a gallon of milk now. And don't even look at meat as in. Beef, poultry, or pork. It's quadrupled in price. And I know myself, I'm not paying for it. So I I don't know how they're saying that the average pay rise is offsetting these, these costs for inflation in the country. It's not. Nobody is gaining anything here. And when you do make a gain, it's gone. I had to laugh here the other day, I had two people that I'm very close friends with. One of them said, I'm getting ready to get an increase in my social security. Social security is supposed to go up 8.6% this year. And I said, Okay, I said, but what's your Medicare costs going to go up to? And I kind of got a pause. Well, what do you mean? I said, because anytime I said you get an increase. And Social Security you're really not I said because you have to offset your increase for what they're going to increase on Medicare or Medicaid and it is it's gonna go up they've already said it's gonna go up so really you're not making a gain even in social your Social Security if anything you're probably gonna lose money because you have to take into that consideration You've got inflation going on. So I said, okay, we're going to bump up everyone's Social Security. That's retired or on Social Security by 8.6%. Okay, so take an in inflation. That's going to bump all of your utilities and everything that you pay for up. That's going to take a chunk. Medicare or Medicaid is going to go up. So there's another percentage gone. And then you got to think, what are they going to end up doing to your taxes at the end of the year for taking out for your Social Security? Because it's going to go up, too. Uncle Sam is going to take some chunk from that. Has to. Look at all the crazy new green deals that they passed under Joe Biden. Somebody's going to pay for that. If the elderly think that they're not going to pay for this, you are. You are. That's just like the lowering of the prescription plan drugs under Joe Biden. Who do you think is going to pay for that? Yeah, they may be offsetting costs, but at the cost of your social security check. Don't you think that they're not going to do that? They're going to do that through Medicare and Medicaid. Don't you think they're not? So a, a price raise on everyone's paychecks, people getting a bump up in pay, non-existent. Non-existent. You might feel like you're getting, you're going up, but really, you're you're going down. You're not averaging anymore. You're most likely averaging less when you put the average expenses in with everything being up in price. So I just, I wanted to share this article. It's a good read. There's a lot more to it. Uh, You know, they talk about the breakdown with the economy. But it is a good read. I, I would say if you're interested in reading it, give it a good read. Then you have to go in here to this next article. And it's it's one of those ones where, again, you're looking at the economy again. Now, this is from um, Newsmax. This is from their, their finance uh, sector, uh, section here. Excuse me. Title of the article is Biden hit on economy as more say finances poor. This is according to the AP NORC poll. Now, this came out Wednesday the 12th. I've been holding on to this article because it's actually a pretty interesting article. They got some good breakdowns here. It says more U.S. adults are now feeling financially vulnerable, aimed high inflation. A political risk for President Joe Biden and his fellow Democrats one month before the midterm elections. Because remember, November's coming. Now, some 46% of people now call on their personal financial situation as poor. Up from 37% in March, according to a new poll by the Associated Press, the NORC Center for Public Affairs Research. Since that's a notable downturn at a particularly in Opportune moment for Joe Biden, given that the share of Americans who felt positive about their finances has stayed somewhat steady over the last few years, even during the economic turmoil of the COVID 19 pandemic. It says, while a, more, a majority of Americans see high prices as beyond Biden's control, I disagree with that. I do. I disagree with that in this article. He has created, him and his administration, this problem. And this is where I differ with not just this article, but most of the drive-by media. He has caused self-inflictions on this country. And I know some people are going, well, Mr. Nash, will you just give us some opinions then? Okay, fine. I'll give you plenty of opinions on why he is permanently to blame on this. Great example. Look no further than the problems at the gas pump. I know people are saying, well, really? That's, no, it's not OPEC. Even before they started shutting down their 2 million barrels a day, which started here about a week and a half ago, which is a political move. Look further than that when he got elected. What did he do? He did the same thing that Donald Trump called him out on in Pennsylvania. We, he stopped fracking. He stopped oil drilling. He cut down purposely, he did, on an oil refinery here in the U.S. He shut down the Keystone Pipeline. He has cut production to two or three of our main pipes coming in from different states that supply most of the northern states regions for oil import and export. One of them being right there in Michigan, you don't believe me go look it up. We have no new oil drilling contracts. They're dead. They're null and void. And he has went overseas to Saudi Arabia and asked the prince who he fist bumped to make us dependent again on foreign oil, which again will become more expensive, not less expensive. So when someone says to me, like in this article, well, you can't really fault Joe Biden, particularly for the issues with the economic turmoil that's going on yes you absolutely can here's another great one push aside the oil prices and the oil problem or the energy problem within the country itself let's let's just move away from the energy problem let's look at the supply shortage issue I know I'm gonna have naysayers out there going, "Well, that's that, that was Donald Trump." No, that is Joe Biden. Joe Biden and the Democratic Party, especially Democratic blue states that are out there on coastal, the coastal states that they're in. Look at California; they have caused their own internal shipping and exporting problem for that state and everybody that they supply out to in the United States. What was the lie that they spoke? Well, we have driver shortages. It's a trucking problem. No, it's not. The problem is you have put so much EPA safety regulations and state standardized codes for what truckers can and cannot do. You can't get truckers into these ports to get the product out. They put standards on companies to where people can't even get in to get cargo because it doesn't it doesn't dictate the state's standings needs and what they feel these these certain truck drivers should have, or it doesn't match the companies in which they want in there moving the cargo. So this is why we have an internal supply problem. We are also again, dependent on other countries for our manufacturing needs. 90% of what we get into the United States. I can tell you right now, look at the back of your products, China, Korea, India. most of everything we get exported into the united states is from the asian coast that is a fact so for anybody that's out there's naysayers saying well mr nash come look at the back of your products very few and far do you find that says made in the usa Again, what was Joe Biden's motto? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shove this down his throat, folks. What is Joe Biden's motto? What is the Democratic motto under Joe Biden that they ran on? And you still hear them screaming this. I can tell you, build back better. Where the hell is it? Doesn't build back better imply... If if my terminology is, is not wrong here, and it shouldn't be, maybe I'm lost in the times here, but I'm pretty sure when someone says build back better, that means you're building, manufacturing, constructing, creating within your own place of origin to make things better for the United States and, and the people living within it. Am I not correct on the terminology of what Build Back Better implies? So where the hell is it? So I disagree with Newsmax here when they say, well, you can't completely blame Joe Biden for this whole economic turmoil here. in the country. You absolutely... Excuse me, 100% can. That is a load of bullshit. Load of bullshit. I am tired of every network. Rather, defending this man. Or completely wanting to overlook what he has done. To structurally destroy this country within. It was plain as the obvious look on his face yesterday at the ice cream parlor when he's sitting there eating an ice cream cone and he's mumbling, We've had the best, we have the best damn economy right now ever. What recession? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Getting back to this, it says overall, it says 54% say finances are good in the latest survey. That figure was at least 62% through the global recession caused by the pandemic in 2020 and even in late 2021 and early 2022. But as prices began to rise across the country, things have changed, but inflations Prolonged bite has left the U.S. wider world-facings and and possibilities of a downturn, despite solid job growth with consumers feeling the pain. Now, I am 28 minutes here into the first part of the show. I have to take my first commercial timeout. I, I have more on this. I want to read a little bit more in this article, the breakdown that they have. And, and, and I, I really want to dive into this when I come back. So stay tuned. I have plenty of more news when we return. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, it's me again, Charles Nash, your host from political theater. When you wake up in the morning, you're tired. You're trying to fumble around the bedroom find your way down the stairs into your kitchen. And what's the one thing you wanna do? You wanna get woke up. Well, that's where I have a problem. In the morning, I try to find the best coffee that I possibly can. The regular things off the store shelves just don't work for me. But I found a coffee and a company that does. It's called Black Rifle Coffee. Now, Black Rifle Coffee is made and owned by veterans here in the United States. They serve a premium coffee. The coffee is imported from highly qualified coffee beans from Colombia and Brazil. They're roasted for five days at their facilities in Manchester, Tennessee and Salt Lake City, Utah. They have some of the best coffee that you can imagine. One cup and even a half a cup gets me woke up in the morning and I've got enough energy to carry me through the rest of the day. So I'm here to tell you about Black Rifle Coffee. You can go online to blackriflecoffee.com, order from their webpage. They will ship it to your house directly. They've got several different kinds of roasts and again some of the best coffee you'll ever have. That's Black Rifle Coffee and if you don't want to believe me or take my word for it, go to their website. You can get a free trial yourself and taste the magic in their coffee. Again, that's Black Rifle Coffee. Try it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Charles Nash from Political Theatre. You know, I get to do a lot of local ads for small businesses and businesses that are just opening up here in Ohio. And out of all of them that I've done ads for, there's one that really stands out to me just because of the story behind it. And it's so touching. That would be Footprints and Wax. Now they are a fairly new small family business. They are located between Galleon and Mount Gilead, Ohio. They create all natural, hand-poured soy wax melts all-natural chemical-free face body hand feet and lip scrubs chemical-free products that help eliminate many dangerous toxins from entering the home and our bodies they also create hand-painted beautiful wooden ornaments for any occasion the perfect gift for loved ones And with the holidays just around the corner, who could pass up on their wide variety of gift baskets they have to offer? Pricing is reasonable and affordable. They provide a professional and speedy process while also trying to maintain the highest quality of products for their customers. Working hours are Monday through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. For more information, you can find them on Facebook, instagram or on their web page at www.footprintsinwax.com, or you can call the owner missy boggs area code 419-569-1222 for further questions and tell them that charles nash from political theater sent you thanks folks stress, headaches, and long hours at work. That pain in your lower back that just won't go away. Day after day, week after long week. You for once wish you could be pampered. Get some feeling of relaxation you've long deserved. Well, I'm happy to announce you can. And it's easy, affordable, and just a click or phone call away. When life has taken away my relaxation, I check into the Tailored Massage Therapy and Wellness. Located at 6174 Commerce Drive, Suit E in Mount Galeot, Ohio. Tailored Massage Therapy and Wellness offer a wide variety of services, including relaxation massage, therapeutic deep tissue massage, cupping, hot stones, prenatal massage, facials, facial waxing and cupping, eyebrow tinting and eyelash lifting, CBD muscle mender, and even aromatherapy. They are a five-star rated business. Operating hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. For more information, check out their Facebook page or Tailored Massage Therapy You can also contact them by email at Tailored Massage Wellness at Gmail.com or by phone, area code 567 233 When you are in need of drain and plumbing services, there's only one place, ladies and gentlemen, for local service that you can actually rely on. That is Dolan Drain and Plumbing Service. Located in Cardington, serving the Morrow County area, Dolan Drain and Plumbing offer quality service and customer satisfaction. With drain cleaning, camera inspections, and a full plumbing service, they offer a 24-7 emergency service for you and your family when the unexpected rears its ugly head. Billing is easy and affordable, and they offer a 10% off for services with cash payments. So if you are in need of a drain or a plumbing service issue, call Doolin and Plumbing Service, area code 419 560 6807 and put your drain and plumbing services in their hands you'll be thankful you did folks my friends how many people here have a driveway or maybe have a driveway that needs repaired well i have a great company here it is KB the gravel guy LLC now? They are located in mid Ohio in the Ohio area. They are basically a gravel company, they will come in completely, redo your driveway. Maybe you have some holes that need to be filled in. Well. KB the Gravel Guy can take care of that for you. Now, I have their information here. You can rather go to their Facebook page under KB the Gravel Guy, or you can give them a telephone call, area code 419-564-7231, or you can even message them through their Facebook page and app. Again, that's KB the Gravel Guy for all of your gravel needs. Friends, when it comes to big, costly concrete projects, rather for the residential, commercial or just for decorative needs, you want a company that's reliable and professionally dependable. That's why for all of my concrete project needs, I contact the people at Pennington Concrete. Pennington Concrete is locally owned and an operated business. They specialize in residential, commercial, and decorative concretes. And they are a five-star rated business. So if you have any concrete projects and need help getting your concrete masterpiece off the ground, put the trowel tools down and call the professionals at Pennington Concrete. You'll save loads of time, money, and headaches. For more information, you can contact Pennington Concrete at 740-396-7620 or check out their Facebook page under Pennington Concrete and tell them that Charles Nash from Political Theater sent you. And we are back coming in to the second part of the show here. Now, if everyone is wondering why I'm playing the Halloween theme, coming back into the show here, well, again, I am a Halloween nut, folks. I love October. I love the changing of the leaves for fall. I especially love, you know, everyone going out, dressing up. I see Halloween parties. I just had one here Saturday or last Saturday for my daughter, Lillian. Uh, She turned seven and uh, we had a great, great birthday party for all the kids dressed up. We had bobbing for apples, had a big pinata full of candy. A thing weighed 64 pounds with all of that candy. It was crazy how much candy was in that pinata. I'm going to tell you right now, it did not last long at all. I mean, that thing got Busted fast, but again, I love Halloween. I, I love what it symbolizes, and uh, you know, it, again, for for some people, trunk or treat, and some some places where you live, their their trick or treats are starting here next weekend and into the following week of of actual Halloween on the thirty first. So again, I want everyone to stay safe. Speaking of Halloween, I just I have to say this: if if you're someone like me who is A Halloween fan of Michael Myers. Do not, I'm going to forewarn you, spoilers ahead here. Do not go watch the new movie Halloween Ends. Me and my wife watched that here Saturday night on Peacock. I am so glad I did not go put my money out in the theaters for this movie. Such a letdown. A complete piece of garbage. With the way that they killed off the main character. Just, I'll be honest with everybody. Spoiler ahead here. Michael Myers was in the movie. Out of the hour and 50 some minutes that the movie ran, he was in it for maybe 15 minutes. I am not kidding. 15 minutes. And then they made him a very weak character. And in the end... I'm just going to go ahead and say this. Cover your ears if you don't want to hear it. Michael Myers was killed basically with two paring knives and a refrigerator. That's how they stopped him to do the final blow. And I know some people were like, well, Mr. Nash, what's wrong with that? Well, if you go back and look at Halloween killed, the whole city beat the hell out of him. He was stabbed with a pitchfork, shot multiple times, had his face beaten in with with a bag of bricks, got his head stomped on, uh, was set on fire, you name it, and he's beaten at the end with two paring knives in a refrigerator by Jamie Lee Curtis. Very sad. The story didn't make any sense. They put a love story in this movie. I don't know why the hell you would do that. Garbage. Just complete garbage. But anyway, getting that—that that was just my opinion. Getting back to the news because I have plenty of it here. I wanted to get back in to that um, to that article from Newsmax. Again, that article was on on Biden hit on economy as more say finances are poor. Now. I wanted to get back into this here. It says um they they've they've kind of broken this down a little bit more in this article. They actually went out and talked to people in different states. So they went out to Salado, Texas. And uh they they were talking to people. You had people talking about their uh their rate of pay, what the cost of living living their, uh, their bills that they get for, you know, your electric, gas, your utility bills. I talked to this woman on here from, again, Salado, Texas. Uh, she said that she paid for electricity double in August and that her water bill has jumped as well as she dealt with the summer heat and drought. Her utility bills totaled $800, which was a shock to the 43-year-old woman. She says she carefully budgets. Um, she said she hasn't been with a pay increase for two years. This is what she said. She said, she said that's just drained my bank account. She says I'm not rich, but I know that what I I I could live on. Uh, she said. She said she voted for re- the Republicans in 2020, and plans to do so again at the end of. Year for the midterm elections. Now, overall, they said the views on Biden and his direction of the economy held steady here in October. After approving somewhat in September, 43% say they approve of how Biden is handling his job as president, while 25% say the country is headed in the right direction. Biden's approval rating. Has dropped to, to low as 36% in July. This is according again to the AP NORC pool. And a percentage say that the country is heading in the right direction dropped as low as 14% in June. Now, you have a lot of people here who's also blaming that their higher utility bills, economy prices they're saying that it's over this controversial $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief package that was passed here last year. And that a lot of those went to direct payments to the Americans themselves. But you have a lot of people saying that, again, with the rise, the attack now by the, the IRS being weaponized, and people now wondering what's going to happen. You have a lot of people who are saying that money is that was given out by the government is being basically managed back into old Uncle Sam's hands. I can't disagree with that. There's nothing that's free. I said that when the, the, the stimulus checks went out. But they could sit there and say all they want that you're never going to have to pay this money back. You know, damn well Raising taxes, they're going to get their money back. Why do you think Joe Biden and the Democrats are weaponizing the IRS? Folks, when tax season rolls around, it may not be this 2022-2023 year, but when it does happen, when it rolls around, I, I guarantee probably next year. And I'll go ahead and say, let's just say it depends on who wins the November election. You know damn well if the Democrats hold strong, which I don't think they are, but let's say they do. You know damn well next, next year, at the end of next year, people are going to be really in bad shape when the IRS comes for whatever bit that you're trying to keep. The tax loopholes are going to be gone. And I fear for people who try to offset their finances or itemize, you're, you're, you're going to get audited. And the IRS is going to come back and look at you for every nickel and dime they can. This is why Joe Biden and his administration are pushing so hard for digital currency. This is why they are pushing so hard to pass legislation to where they have access. The federal government has access into banking procedures and protocols to where they can get in and see precisely what is in your accounts. Every dime of it. Because they want their hand in that money in that cookie jar. The days of the loopholes or you being able to find, you know, to hide certain finances. It's it's I believe it's coming to an end. And that's what they're pushing. And there's a lot of individuals out here that do not even pay attention to that. You better. Look at all of the rules now coming down in banks in general. You have a lot of banks pushing in new finance rules not for the state, but for the federal government. Look at look at Chase Bank, for example. I got a notification from them here just the other day, about a week ago, saying that they're changing their procedures for their banking system. Now, if you're not a Chase, I think it's what a Chase Plus uh, rather savings or checking or both now, uh, they're adding a, a twenty to thirty dollar fee every month for you to stay with them. I know most people are going. Why would they do that? They're just going to shed. They're just going to shed customers. It's all of these new federal banking procedures that's going in, and these companies are accepting them. Chase is one of them, and it's an easy way because you stay on their systems and these preferred enrollments and the government can track those. And they know precisely what you're spending, what you're spending on, where it's going, and what you've got in your account. And you hear nobody in the drive-by media talking about this. That's just one company. Huntington and many others do the same thing. You just need to actually read, read your finance policies and what they're changing them to. And it tells you right there, And bold black and white lettering. So again, that article was from Newsmax, from their finance department. And I just wanted to share that because it gives the breakdown of where, especially here in the middle of October, how the country is faring and where, according to this pool, where the country is looking, how people are feeling, Financially. And I I still think they're sugarcoating this. Especially when I read in that article, like so many others. Well, people are saying that, you know, they're getting a a, a pay increase and it's offsetting. How is it offsetting anything? If everything has doubled and tripled in price, how are you actually getting a raise? You are not. You're going to be losing money. I've got another article here. This is from PBS. Says here, it says PBS NewsHour's list of factors driving food inflation ignores Biden's policies. It says PBS NewsHour. Neglected to include President Biden's economic and climate change policies as a factor in high food inflation rates during a segment on the economy. This was on Tuesday. It says PBS uh, Economist correspondent Paul Solomon interviewed agricultural columnist David Ortega on the ongoing inflation crisis plaguing average Americans with regard to groceries. I just I just said that at the beginning of the show. You walk in and get two or three bags of food that would normally cost you maybe 25, 30 bucks, and you've got a hundred dollars in it. It's that bad. And some states, depending on where you're at, it's even worse than that. If you can even find the product you're looking for. It said uh, Ortega noted that the factors affecting food prices naming residential supply change disruptions from covid climate change the war in ukraine and the bird flu outbreak as a major cause of the crisis i'm going to pause here i am going to pause here because there is just something that was said i i, I have to notate what did i tell everybody at the end of 2020 When I was talking about COVID, and I said, what would be the next big thing that would be the crisis when it came to rather getting closer to the midterm elections in 2022, what did I say? What did I say? You can go back and quote me on this. I have said this multiple times, even throughout last year and in the beginning of this year. What did I say I put my money on? Bird flu. Bird flu. I read an article in USA Today almost a year and a half ago, and they were talking about a bird flu virus that wasn't even here in the States yet. It was overseas, and how they thought that it was going to migrate with the migrate pattern of birds to the US, and we could be looking at the next pandemic crisis is going to be a bird flu possibly not in humans but with livestock factors across the US because they were afraid it was going to mutate again I have been saying that well here you go here you go this is what they name as the factors for affecting high food prices here in the US ready I'm going to I'm going to dispose of some of these because it's complete bullshit garbage ready here's the first one Residential supply chain disruptions from COVID. Self-inflicted. Self-inflicted. I just went over that at the beginning of the show here. That's self-inflicted. I have been saying that. There's no shortage in truckers. You go out there and ask truckers across the country. There isn't a shortage of truckers. It's the standards and protocols that the federal government and certain states are placing on the trucking industry that's causing these supply chain disruptions. And who is at the head of that? Joe Biden. So don't give me this bullshit about, well, it's, it's because of residential supply chain issues, disruptions because of COVID. It had nothing to do with COVID. Hell, Joe Biden just several weeks ago just said what? COVID's dead. We've beat it. We're done. We're done with COVID. COVID has been eradicated. And then just a week ago, what did he just say? Well, we got to start maybe doing some crackdowns and things again. COVID is is running amok again. Complete bullshit. Here's the next one I'm going to shoot down. Climate change. Climate change is affecting your food prices at the stores. Climate change. Really. So the United States is the number one country in the world. We feed over half of the world. I have not seen any reports from the farming industry this year in the U.S. From floods, fires, Droughts. I have seen nothing on the effects from climate change or man made problems or disasters that has affected the farming industry. None. Matter of fact, I believe I just heard the other day that the ag industry is reporting. Record numbers this year for crops and the farming industry. So how do we have a problem with food in America as climate change affecting the prices at the stores? Bullshit. Now that does not make sense. I listen to Farm Agnet every weak state and federally folks they are reporting great this year great numbers of surplus this year across the board so how the hell is climate change affecting this at the grocery store prices here in the u.s i am not talking globally i hate to be negative nancy here To hell with everyone else. I am talking U.S., the United States. How the hell is our prices and food at the grocery store affected by climate change? How? Someone please tell me this. It isn't. That's a damn lie. Even with the hurricane, with Hurricane Ian in Florida, I have not heard, even with the aftermath of it, farmers saying that they're going to have a hard time getting off certain crops for oranges and you name it down there. Nothing. You go out west, I've heard nothing negative about crops. So please explain that to me. Same thing here in Ohio. We've had the best weather for our crops. It hasn't been too wet or too hot. They're getting all of the beans and corn and you name it. Winter wheat's already going in. I have heard nothing from farmers except positive about what they're getting off the crops this year. So how does climate change affect the food prices in your store? It doesn't. That's complete, utter bullshit. I'm going to go to the next one here. This one always gets me fired up. The war in Ukraine. I'm going to just say this again because I'm not going to dabble into this because it's a waste of my breath. How much food, oil, anything of that matter are we importing from ukraine or russia the answer is not that startling or surprising nothing and if there is it's very little or minute so what the hell does that have to do with food prices here in the u.s They are oceans away. What the hell does that have to do with us here? Not a damn thing. There is nothing about the Ukraine proxy war that has to do with the prices at the grocery stores affecting you and I. It is politically driven. It is. It is politically driven. That is the only damn thing affecting the food prices at the stores. Politically driven. I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. It is politically driven. That is it. There isn't no shortage. And if there is, it's self-inflicted. And it has to do with the individuals... At the helm of the ship. So do again. When people say. How can you point the finger at Joe Biden. (laughs) I've named off several reasons why. Please. Please. If you're someone. You want to email me. You can again. Email me at politicaltheater114 at gmail.com. I would love to hear people fight this. What I'm talking about. You name me off some reasons why this isn't Joe Biden's fault with his policy and procedures. And it has nothing to do with these three issues. You can even fight me on that. That's that's complete bullshit. There is no facts to any of that whatsoever supporting that that is the reasoning why there's high food prices at the store. Completely blown out of the water on that. now giving getting into this article a little bit further here says although biden has previously touted his efforts to combat climate change his policies were not included as a factor impacting food prices of course they're not they're going to overlook anything joe biden does i don't care who it is in the drive-by media It could be Fox News. They're still not going to say anything about this. Folks, it's all politically driven. That's it. This is along with the overall inflation spiked by Biden's American Rescue Plan, which is a disaster itself. You can see that every day. His administration's transition to green energy has also spent prices and the sector soaring. It says affecting costs throughout the economy. It says local farmers have expressed concerns over Biden's policies such as Inflation Reduction Act claims to reduce carbon emissions by nearly 40% by twenty. 30. It says Americans are feeding into this lie that climate change become, uh, is because of an agriculture and climate change is not going to get any better until farmers and ranchers do better. A fourth generation dairy farmer told Fox News and Associated Press. So there you go. There you have it. Now going down in this article, because I got to bring this up talk about this bird flu as a potential means of why you may be paying higher prices at the store. It says the bird flu outbreak this year, it's the second largest outbreak we've seen in modern history. It's affected over 40 million birds, many in the commercial operations area. And that sends the price of poultry and eggs surging. This is what Ortega said in this interview. It says in September, it says it was reported that inflation rates rose by 8.3% compared to the same time in September of 2021. And it says the report is expected to be released... Again, later in the month of late of assuming late October. Here, according to this article, we'll see where they're sitting at with the inflation rate and the issues with prices in the grocery store. So there you have it. The last one that they're talking about, the bird flu, killing over 40 million birds in the, the, the commercial operations sector. And that's why poultry and egg prices are surging. Hmm. You know, it's astonishing. It's astonishing to me that we have, in the last two years, came out with a COVID-19 cure And I'm laughing in my head as I say this. Do not take what I'm saying serious here. Because everyone knows that that's a lie. I'm just going with the narrative here. We we have given, we've got a, a COVID vaccine cure for COVID. That's a lie. And we're on the verge of creating a monkeypox vaccine. Bullshit. And... It surprises me that we have not started to make a vaccine for commercialized bird flu issues yet. Hmm. Where are you at, Joe Biden? Where are you at, federal government? I'm going to take a break, folks. I will be right back. You just sit and ponder that thought until we return. How many people love sweets? Well, if you're anything like me, folks, you always have that sweet tooth. But there's a solution when it comes to your Sugar Delight needs. Introducing Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery. With over 40 plus years in bakery experience, Sprinkle Lisa. Cookies and Cakery is your one-stop shop for all your bakery sweets that you're ever going to need, folks. From delicious sugar cookies decorated to match any special party or party theme occasion, pies and amazing cupcakes from garment flavors to traditional, and fabulous wedding cakes for that one-in-a-lifetime moment, Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery is hands-down the professional and dependable business that you need to order from for more information contact sprinkle lisa cookies and cakery at 419-709-0918 or check out their facebook page for more details and special offers dad i want a cookie looks like i'm going to be making a late night order to Lisa Sprinkles Cookies and Cakeries, folks. Time, a word we take for granted. As the years pass by, so does one's age. Families and loved ones share memories and moments. Many times as loved ones pass on, they bequeath antiques from their past that end up carrying on into the future through their loved ones as antique items are handed down through generation to generation. Friends, if you're someone like me, antiques are a way to pass along one story onto the next generation. And maybe that's why my friends at the On The Square Antiques specialize in just that antiques located in downtown mount Gilead, ohio on the square antiques feature fine antiques collectibles furniture grand millennial granny chick artwork and very nice jewelry store hours are wednesday through saturday 10 a.m to 4 p.m and sunday 12 to 4 p.m. They arrange payments very easily, and you can pick up at your own convenience, or shipping options are available. For more information, check out their Facebook page on On The Square Antiques, or you can message them at onthesquareantiques at yahoo.com, or even by phone, area code 614-330-6322. And as they always say, happy antiquing. When it comes to mother nature, anything is possible. And with the unknown possibility comes severe weather. With these severe weather, what usually happens, you get down trees. Once the tree is removed, you've got these stumps just sitting everywhere they're ungodly and they're just sitting in your yard folks rather in the backyard the front yard up against your house and they're just a sight for sore eyes you have to mow around them you have to stare at them through your windows your neighbors don't like seeing it it makes your property values go down and over time stumps start to decay become sinkholes or even become bug infested and who wants to have to call an exterminator for an extra cost but folks there is an answer to this problem. It's called Neidhart's Stump Removal and Land Clearing Operations. A family-owned and operated business, Neidhart's Stump Removal offers not only stump removal, but forestry, logging, tree-cutting services, demolition, as well as excavation. And they're fully insured if something would happen while they're on the job. For more information, you can contact them at 740-751-5654 or visit their website at www.NineHeartStumpRemoval.com or send your questions to info at NineHeartStumpRemoval.com. Need an outside cleaning? Better call ProSelect. House siding, brick or exterior, dirtied or mildewed? Better call ProSelect. Deck looking dingy or yellowed? Better call ProSelect. How about gutter stains or window smudges? You better call ProSelect. ProSelect Exterior Cleaning and Services. For more information or to schedule a free estimate, call 740-504 eight three one one or visit their website at proselect LLC or Facebook. Email them at proselect.es at gmail for more information. We're back coming into the last part of the show here. I've got the gorillas with Dare. That came out about 12 years ago, believe it or not. If you have not seen the music video for that, it's a giant dancing talking head. It's one of the weirdest uh, music videos I've ever seen. It, it, It kind of surprised me when it came out. It reminded me of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers when they did the, the song um, Don't Come Around Here No More. And he was dressed up as the Mad Hatter. And in the end, they, they ate Alice in Wonderland. She turned into a cake. It, it was one of those videos. It, 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 it's, it's a classic song. I, I really do enjoy that song. But uh, one of the weirdest videos I've ever seen. This is up there again with with, uh, with, with one of those weird videos. Now, getting into the the last couple of articles I have here for the show, going out of the realm of the, the economic issues and the economy uh, and, and the drag going on with it, uh, there was a couple news stories here I wanted to talk about. Um, two of them have to do with, well, it has to do with the military. And I have been speaking about here last several months about the military becoming extremely woke and how especially Joe Biden and his administration have put individuals in power to weaken the branches of of the army, the military itself, the Navy, the Air Force, you name it. And I... I'm going to be honest with you. Why you would weaken your national defense, especially with the way the state of the world is now, is beyond me. But it fits this this whole narrative of uh, communism, you know, everyone not liking anything and everything. And of course, if that's the way it is, you you have to... De- devalue, de-level everything that America stands for because America is bad in these people's eyes. So they're they're going to make it as weak as they possibly can. And then I have this article here. It was on Fox News. I also found it on Reuters. It says, uh, transgender women must sign up for military draft under Biden administration. Trans men get a pass. If you didn't hear what I just said, I'm going to say it again. Transgender women must sign up for military draft under Biden administration. Transgender men get a pass. Now, why am I bringing this article up? Well, one, again, everyone knows that I believe in just two sexes because that it's not a belief, it's what it is. You're either born a man or you're born a woman and there's no changing as much as you want to or take drugs that you want to to look different. You are still biologically a man or a woman, there is no procedure that you can have done to give you the appendages and the sexual reproduction of one sex to the other. It does not exist. You could be a man and change into a woman and have have yourself and your genitals mutilated you still are not going to bear or be able to bear a child physically or biologically it does not work that way you can change features that make you look like a woman but you're not really a woman same thing with a woman you you can't grow an appendage between your legs to make you a man nor can you traverse uh, being able to, how do I don't want to put this, uh, put out the physical applications that a man does sexually to impregnate a woman. It it will not happen. I hate to burst everyone's bubble out there who's on this fence of the uh, this definition argument or what it means biologically to be a man or a woman or these pronunciations of what we supposed to call a man or a woman, or if you're a Democrat with this whole, well, how do we define what a woman is? I, I don't buy into any of that garbage. You are rather a man, male, or woman, female. And that is what God intended you to be. Now, I bring this up because I have been a very prominent individual in the pointing out of the attack on women's rights and i have brung this up in my show many times especially under Joe biden and his regime how they have attacked how the democratic party has attacked women look at the attack on women in sports with transgenders Look at the attack on definition of what a woman is according to the Democratic Party, especially their liberal pick to go on the Supreme Court, Ms. Jackson, who can't even define what a woman is. And she's a woman and a woman of color. Look at them stripping away. I know this might be petty, but it's just another point. If you're someone who's into video games, look at what Nintendo has done since they have partnered with Arab countries and stock holdings taking out female characters in Nintendo classic games or remakes. Again, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Look at the, the abortion debate on how women are viewed and how they are, they can give a definition. The list goes on. Well, I bring this article up because, again, the the title within itself should have anyone, especially anyone of the female persuasion. I don't care if you're trans, a trans woman or not. You should be a little bit pissed off by this. I'm going to read it here. It says, transgender women must still register for the military draft according to the US Selective Service. It says US citizens or migrants who are born male and change their gender to female are still required to register, the Selective Service states on its official website. Individuals who were born female must identify as male do not need to register for the military draft per the government and what they have here. It says the policy is now, is not new, but gained attention after the Selective Service tweeted at parents on Friday, reminding them that their sons must register. It says parents, if your son is the only son and the last male in your family to carry the name, he is still required to register with the SSS. Learn more about who needs registration that's a selective service and this is what they tweeted now again why am i bringing this up again transgender women must sign up for military draft under biden trans men get a pass well if you go onto the website if you're a woman and you have transitioned into a man you are required to register for, the, for, you know, for the draft. But now it is if you're a transgender man. They have changed it now. If you're a transgender man and you have who has now registered as a woman. You are not required to now. I know this sounds confusing and I know what I just read here in the article, but if you go on the Selective Service States website, it's completely the opposite. I looked this up myself. I was actually kind of shocked by this. So again, if you're a woman, and I understand if you've transgendered into a man, you're claiming you're a man. I would be a little bit pissed off that you're required now because you're identifying as a man. You're not really a man, though. You have to sign up for the draft, but a transgender man who's actually a man who's transgendered into a woman, you are now not required. I was just, I was kind of shocked by this. Uh, this article came out October the 11th. If you would like to learn more about this, you can. You can go onto the Selective Service website. It, it's right there in black and white on what the requirements are now under Joe Biden and his regulations for, for transgenders. Now, here's an easy solution to this. Everybody should be required no matter what your sex is. Men or women should be required to sign up, to, to be able to be drafted. I don't know why this whole debate with transgender really matters, because again, uh, an ant is an ant. <laughs> I hate to tell you that, folks. It's it's not going to say I'm an elephant. You, you are what you're born. I guess that's the point that I'm trying to get at. I just laughed at this article because... It is attack on women, uh, in my opinion. But again, it, it also is just just fumbled up mess with this whole debate with transgender or transgenderism. And I'm I'm telling you, if they want to do this something with this on a on a federal or state level, it should just be this: if you are born. With what what the sex you are, that's what you are. I'm sorry. That's you can identify as whatever you want personally, but under what you're born as in the hospital, that's that's it. I'm sorry. You can go out and change your name. If you want to go out and have surgery and, and change your look, whatever, that's fine. But but legally you you are rather born a man or a woman. Period. That's just what it comes down to. I know I'm going to have people that's going to debate me on that and go right ahead, but you are. You you are what you are born as and what God intended you to be, whether you like it or not. Speaking of military, I've got a news article here. This one is from Fox News. I also found it on, on Google and Yahoo as well. Title of it is Amer- uh, assuming Army injustice, thousands of soldiers, veterans slapped with misleading criminal record. Now this came out yesterday, or excuse me, came out this morning, early this morning on the sixteenth of October. I'm gonna read it here. It says a decade after the army ended a recruiting program, uh, embroiled in accusations of fraud and mismanagement. More than 2,400 soldiers who were never charged with wrongdoing are likely shackled by a misleading flag on their criminal records. It says uh, you have Army Captain here, um, Gilberto de Leon. He told Fox News that they were branded as criminals. It says there were times that I broke down to my knees, my career ruined about loss loss of my my uh, pension. He says how am I going to support my family of eight children? It says soldiers and veterans say they've lost jobs, been denied bank loans or weapons permits and suffered suffered other Consequences because an obscure army process that treats anyone who is merely investigated for wrongdoing as guilty. Now, if you're wondering what I'm talking about in this article, because they don't really break this down here um, very much, well, there is a spot here, I'll read this. It says, Soldiers uh, back in 2005. At the height of the war in Iraq and Afghanistan, this is the US military needed more bodies. Sounds terrible, but it's the truth. This is so they started the National Guard Recruiting Assistance Program, the GRAP, and its smaller Army Reserve component, the ARRAP. This is the program created thousands of temporary recruiters overnight, offering $2,000 for each person they steered towards the Guard. Uh, says the program, by all accounts, worked fantastic. Um, it says the Army recruited more than 150,000 new recruits and reported spending $459.4 on the program. It says, but the G-RAP came under scrutiny in 2012 and the Army ended the program. Federal investigators found fraud that the Army had conducted with a company called uh, DuO Duopec to run the programs in a process that met almost none of the federal uh, acquisition requirements. This was reported first off back in 2012 by USA Today. This is the National Guard Bureau officer who awarded the contract later went to work for that same company. Now what this du- did was, if you're trying to, to follow what I'm talking about this, anybody that was in these this program if you had any sort of issue why you were in this program medical issue or if you had and let's let's say you were oh let's say you were reprimanded for something that was minor why you were in service under these programs well unless you were found guilty of certain misconducts while you were in this program in the military, it would not go on anyone's record. What happened is you had hundreds of thousands of of individuals that had joined up under this program. For one reason or another, they had a problem. And let's say they weren't found guilty of whatever issue or, or, or crime that they were accused of. It still went on a criminal record database under them and then when they got out it was still attacking them after they were out of service even if they were not found guilty it's still being marked as a under a criminal record under a criminal investigation this is what this article is, is basically talking about so now you have all these soldiers across the u.s who are in and battered in this they, they can't get ahead in life because of all of these false negative accusations that were put on by this company that, that had contracted the, the g rap program. And if you had anything that happened to you that was even a misdemeanor, it's now a criminal offense. People can't get a job. They can't get loans. They can't live a normal life because they've been basically uh put under a criminal record that they should not have. This is what this article is talking about. Uh, I, I feel bad for these individuals and I, I bring this up tonight because of the simple fact again. Military individuals like myself. There are so many veterans out there that get and it's part of my language fucked over by our federal government. It's not funny. There is not enough programs out there to help veterans, especially when they come home from war. Or if there's issues with private contracts like this program was where it it basically destroyed people's lives and is still destroying people's lives, they can't move forward because they're stuck by unfair policies that were, were placed down on records on them. And again, it's destroyed people's lives. It's destroyed these young soldiers' lives, men and women. And it, it is. This is a crime. They're talking about how this is an ongoing legal battle. And again, it, there's a lot in this article here. Again, if you want to look it up, especially if you're someone who's a veteran, I, I would say give it, give it a good look. Says again, it says army injustice, thousands of soldiers, veterans slapped with misleading criminal records. Now, getting away from military, I want to talk just briefly about some political things since, the, since November's coming with the midterm elections. I've got an article here from The Hill. <clears throat> they talk about my home state of Ohio. Here um, last week, there was a debate between the Republicans that are running. Uh, You have Tim Ryan, uh, who's the Democratic challenger here, and you have J.D. um, Vance, who's the Republican. They squared off on their first televised debate. This was Monday night, and... They hit each other with a lot of issues here. It, it, you had things from the issues going on in Washington, the, pol- the, the, the political uh, attacks by China uh, on the United States and where it's hitting us manufacturing wise. And you, you even had both of them squaring off about issues going on facing people here in Ohio, uh, the average American voter. Now, it went back and forth. You you had Democratic Tim Ryan hitting Vance, labeling him as an ass kisser to former President Donald Trump. You would again, JD Vance is uh, and has been, uh, you know, had a lot of support from Donald Trump. And then you had J.D. Vance come back and he he basically said that uh, Tim Ryan was basically a crook politician and that uh, basically he he blamed Ryan for the immigration issue and the murders that are happening coming across the border because he says that Tim Ryan <clears throat> is a strong... Um, supporter of Joe Biden's immigration policy. And he is. So there were sort of blows back and forth. Uh, this article by the Hill gives a breakdown. It's somewhat interesting. But it, it talks about how really there was no winner in that that televised debate. They talked about issues on the economy. And again, you you had each one blaming one another. Uh, Vance was painted as the economy is under issues because of former President Donald Trump. And then you had Vance blaming Ryan for the inflation issue under Joe Biden. So you can read this. It's basically just a a very long list of what happened on the televised debate floor between the two nominees for here in Ohio. Um, I watched it. It was a good debate. I still think JD Vance is going to end up winning. That's just my opinion on it. He's labeled as an outsider candidate, even though he's backed by Donald Trump. Um, I, I think you will see him take that and you will see a win from Republicans here in Ohio. And that's just my two cents. I'm not going to get into this. Um, if you want to read the article again, it's on the Hill. It's five takeaways from Ryan Vance debate in Ohio. Now, the last article that I had, this one was an interesting one as well. It has to do again with the elections. This one was from Reuter and Fox. It says, Pennsylvania to count undated ballots, election official says, despite U.S. Supreme Court ruling. It says, a top election official in Pennsylvania says the state will disregard, disregard the U.S. Supreme Court's guidance on counting mail and ballots arriving in envelopes with typos or incorrect dates saying that the state's Commonwealth court has already established the practice as uh, legit. It says Pennsylvania's election laws have historically required voters to include a signature and date on the outside of the return envelopes when voting by mail. It says, however, the acting secretary of state, uh, Leigh Chapman announced that Pennsylvania election offices um, should continue counting the ballots that arrive with improperly filled out envelopes in accordance with the Commonwealth Court's previous ruling on the matter. So there you have it. When everyone has polled here around the country, I just had a pull out here the other day that said people believe. I believe it was 71% of Americans say they believe elections across the country will be fair and just with no scandals involved. Well, what do you want to bet there's going to be a scandal in Pennsylvania? I'm just saying, folks, I don't understand. If you're going to do mail-in ballots, okay, let's say you cannot go to a voting station. And your city or your county and the state that you reside in, if you can, maybe it's a health issue. I, I'm not even going to get into that. I don't understand why it's so hard to have someone's signature and correct date. I don't know why people are screaming, well, if it's not correct, we should still count. No, you're opening yourself up to legal litigation and accounts of fraud and cheating. They should be disregarded. And if you have a higher court that has come out and says, I'm going to read this here. Despite the U.S. Supreme Court ruling. So the U.S. Supreme Court rules and says, no, this isn't happening. You have to discard those. And you have Pennsylvania saying, no, no, no. We we know you're a larger court. You're you're the law of the land. We're going to go with this minor court ruling from a lower court. This is where, folks, law and order breaks down when we have individuals and individuals and states and parties breaking away from what has constitutionally been ruled on. But yeah, you have 71% of people saying, well, it's going to be fair and honest elections throughout the country. Uh, I am not so sold on that idea. (laughs) I'm just not. So there you have it. That is the news for the week. Again, I want to thank all of my listeners. If you're somebody new tuning in, thank you for listening. Please come back, listen some more. You might learn some things. I may be able to point you in the direction at least to get some information you may not be aware of to do some more research i want to thank all of my think local first businesses again i will have some new ones here next week as well you'll be able to hear them Uh, one of them is sparks fly it's uh out of mount Gilead, ohio here they do lots of um flights You can get your own family personal flight or your own flight and they take you up they took my daughters up here last last sunday at an air show they had one heck of a time uh keith sparks who who runs it he's the owner and a pilot great business so we'll be doing some more advertising for them and some other businesses starting here next week i again want to thank everybody for tuning in i will be back most likely at the end of the week Uh, depending on how how my health and issues are going with this whole shingles issue. But again, thanks for listening. I will be back at the end of the week. Stay safe and have a great rest of the day, folks. See you at the end of the week.